Welcome to the 2023 Futures League All-Star Show, presented by 78 Sports. I'm Owen Shadrick. Beside me, Matt Ferreira. Matt, how are you doing? Are you ready for this All-Star game? I am ready. I've been waiting for this All-Star game all year. It's my favorite event of the Futures League season, so... Yeah, it's going to be a great couple of days in Burlington, Vermont. It all starts tonight on release day, July 24th. At 5.30, gates open. At 6.35, it is our home run derby. We've got a lot of fun events planned that I'm going to let a couple of other guys in this podcast interview tell you about. But let's just say it includes some rocking out after the home run derby. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I won't spoil anything for anyone, but... Yeah, no, no spoilers. We'll let we'll let CJ discuss that in further detail. But that is Monday night. Tuesday night is the All Star Game itself. Gates open at four thirty. There will be autograph signings. There will be a ton of events on the concourse. You guys don't want to miss it. Six thirty five. We kick off the twenty twenty three Futures League All Star Game. We are All Stars. Were announced last week. You can find all those names on social media. Matt, there are some definitely some notable names though heading to the uh, t- heading to Burlington for this All Star Game. For sure. And to start in Burlington with Team Lake, you got Evan Maloney, who's been one of the best pitchers on a great Vermont staff. He leads the league in ERA as we speak. And they also have the league leader in batting average in Dean Ferreira from Norwich. And from to rival that on Team Mountain from contact to power, they have Nick Sirs, the first baseman from Westfield. He has been amazing this year. He's leading the league in home runs. And they also have veteran of the Futures League, Zach Gitschire from Nashua. He's been a great bullpen arm for them, and I'm excited to see all of them play. Yeah, it's going to be so fun to see those guys strap up and put on apparently custom uniforms, which CJ will tell you about in a few minutes here on our All-Star Game Show. Before we dive into what this show will be about today, let's do a little standings update. We're recording this here on Friday, July 21st, and folks, the standings are tight. The Vermont, the excuse me, the Worcester Bravehearts hold first place by half a game over the tied Vermont Lake Monsters and Norwich Sea Unicorns. The New Britain Bees hold the final spot by just two and a half games over the Westfield Starfires. But don't sleep on Pittsfield and Nashua coming in from the bottom and then there is brockton at the bottom uh holding it down at the bottom of the standings but yeah that's the standings update now for our all-star game show we've got a number of guests that we're really really excited for you guys to hear from it starts with the senior vice president of the vermont lake monsters cj newton we then have the pitching coach of the Vermont lake monsters mr matt fincher kyle jackson the coach of the nashua silver knights will be the coach on the other side he will be our third guest followed by a couple of players, including Tommy Martin from the Vermont Lake Monsters, Brennan Hyde from the Norwich Sea Unicorns, and we conclude with Brian Hart from the New Britain Bees. Everybody had so many great perspectives, and and just it makes us even more excited for this All-Star game, man. Yeah, and like I said before, we just see the excitement across the league. I I know it's my favorite event throughout the throughout the league calendar, and I'm sure it's a lot of the players, coaches, executives, favorite event too so without further ado without further ado guys please pay attention to our social medias we're gonna have a lot of good content coming out over the next couple days with this all-star game the players are excited the coach are excited the organizations are excited we're excited and we want to get you started on this all-star game selection so 
It starts with the senior vice president of the Vermont Lake Monsters in CJ Knudsen. So here is CJ. We now welcome on as our first guest here on our All-Star Game special. He's the senior vice president of the Vermont Lake Monsters and is no doubt very excited about the All-Star Game coming to Vermont here Monday and Tuesday. It's CJ Knudsen. CJ, how you doing today? Doing great. I'm excited to be on the show here. Thanks for having me. And, uh, and we got a ton of fun events happening uh, at the All-Star Game. Can't wait. Yeah, we are certainly going to dive into them in a second. But I wanted to ask first, how did the All-Star Game come about to be in Vermont? And how badly did you guys want to host it after the last couple of years in New Britain? Well, I think when we joined the Futures League in 2021, uh, we were really hoping that there'd be an opportunity for us to put a bid in for the All-Star Game. And we were fortunate enough to uh, have our bid be accepted. Uh, it's been a long time since there's been an All-Star Game at Centennial. Uh, the last time was July 14th, 1986. So almost 37 years ago, uh, and there was really no All-Star game uh, at that ballpark when uh, we were a minor league baseball affiliate, which was unfortunate. Uh, but we've had a chance to kind of turn that around and uh, have uh, you know the All-Star game at Centennial. It's been a long time, so I think our fans are really rabid and uh, can't wait to uh, come out to the ballpark and enjoy it. You talked about the fans a little bit right there in Vermont and how they're so known for their fans and how amazing Centennial is. But what do you think that fans should look forward to the most? Uh, that's a great question. You know, I think really the, you know, seeing the best of the best players playing the future league, you know, future major league baseball players, uh, to grace the diamond, to centennial. I think uh, fans are really excited about that. They're really excited about meeting some of the players, uh, getting autographs from them, uh, taking photo opportunities with them. Uh, and also cheering on the Vermont Lake monsters. Vermont Lake monsters have eight all-stars on the team this year, which is great. Uh, and I think the fans are just going to come out and uh, really show their support uh, that we're very, really fortunate that they always do. And so I think uh, just really having it be a really festive uh, couple days here uh, for the players and ultimately for the fans as well. In the All-Star Game, it's going to bring fans from every team. For those who have never been to Burlington, what are the main attractions to visit? Yeah, uh, you definitely need more than two days. Uh, you know, Burlington's a pretty special place. Vermont is obviously a, an amazing place to uh, to visit and, and also be fortunate enough to live here. But uh, coming into Burlington, uh, they definitely need to check out downtown Church Street. It's a beautiful outdoor pedestrian uh, walking area. Great restaurants, great nightlife, uh, lots of arts and crafts there, uh, great food. Uh, you definitely need to swing by the waterfront and look for the mysterious lake monster named Champ. Champ's our, our mascot, so you're guaranteed to see, guaranteed to see him at all the games. But uh, looking out uh, over to Lake Champlain, uh, looking at the beautiful Adirondack Mountains on the other side of the lake, uh, it's just gorgeous. It's one of the largest lakes in the entire country. Um, I think at its deepest point, it's around five or 600 feet deep. Uh, so that's worth, uh, worth uh, a check out. Uh, on the way up or on the way back, maybe swing by Stowe and check out uh, Stowe. It's a beautiful village, Stowe Mountain Resort as well. Um, there's a ton of breweries, you know, great breweries in Vermont. We're known for not only maple syrup these days, but great breweries. So, you know, Fiddlehead, uh, Zero Gravity, 14 Star. I mean, there's a ton of them that are out there, Citizen Cider. Uh, so it's a great way to uh, have people do it and maybe take a day off or two and enjoy some of the, uh, you know, the beautiful things that Vermont has to offer. And one thing that you didn't mention that I'd like to shout out, just because I love it for its uniqueness, is the world's tallest filing cabinet. <laughs> yes, that is located right there in uh, in Burlington, you know, kind of right off of Flint Avenue. And uh, it's, it's worth checking out. And, uh, you know, that's the cool thing about Burlington and Vermont is uh, there's a little bit of everything for, uh, you know, cool stuff and unique things all around. And, uh, and the people itself, the people are really unique that live in Vermont. And so it's great. 
obviously, uh, you know, the past couple of weeks have been really trying on uh, some of the citizens of Vermont. So we're, we're, our thoughts are definitely with them in terms of flooding, uh, crazy storms. Uh, you know, Montpelier got hit really hard. Southern Vermont got hit really hard. You know, Okima, which is in Ludlow, Vermont, Killington. So really it's impacted a lot of people. Um, so hopefully maybe they can come out and take a little break and, uh, you know, catch an all-star game or home run derby to, uh, you know, think about, you know, baseball and, uh, you know, things a little more fun than, than flooding results, unfortunately. Yeah. We hope we can be a distraction for those people. And obviously we're thinking about them and, and it's been a tough, it's been a tough summer for storms. So we're, we're definitely thinking about them. Yeah, definitely. And from Burlington itself to the all-star game, are there any surprises in store or anything specific that fans should look out for in terms of entertainment here at this all-star game? Yeah. So this all-star game is going to be a little bit different uh, than the past couple of years. Uh, we're going to kick it off with a, a home run derby on Monday, July 24th. Uh, the gates are going to open up at five 30 game time starts or home run derby starts at six 35. Uh, it's going to be really fun to uh, watch these guys hit home runs at Centennial. Centennial is a pretty big park, but uh yeah, I know I've seen our guys hit a bunch of home runs during batting practice, so it's definitely doable. So that'll be fun to, to actually have the on-field home run derby. Uh, as that's happening, uh, we have uh, seven or eight local Vermont breweries that that will be on the concourse uh, sampling uh, different beers that they offer, which will be a ton of fun. So any kind of beer aficionados there, uh, there'll be uh, you know face painters, there'll be uh, balloon artists there. We have a, a, a huge coffee trailer from Alltown. Uh, coffee there that will be serving up free coffee. Uh, there's going to be lots of other enter concourse entertainment, uh, including bands. And then following the Home Run Derby, uh, we're actually going to have an on-field concert. So when people are actually watching the Home Run Derby, there'll be a large white tent in the warning track and right field. Uh, and there'll be an on-field concert by all-night boogie band. So people can be going on the field and, and dance and boogie or hang on the blanket and uh, listen to some great music, uh, enjoying uh, maybe a beverage or two. Uh, and then once that wraps up, then... Uh, We'll do it all over again the next day. So uh, the game time on uh, July 25th, the All-Star game starts at 6.35, and the gates open up at, at 4.30. Yeah, so just to confirm, the concert is after the derby, right? They're not going to have to be <laughs> avoiding balls as they're listening to music. Correct, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll have the tent closed, and once the derby's done, we'll open up the tent and then we'll invite fans to come on the field and uh, you know hang out at Centennial. It should, should be a pretty cool site. It'll be interesting to see the, the white tent and right field actually in in uh you know in fair play territory but uh we'll get that thing down tuesday morning uh, so it's not impeding of the, the all-star game at all yeah that'll be a fun two-day schedule for sure and i want to ask because the previous all-star games we've kind of flip-flopped between the one day and two-day schedule but the two-day schedule what led to that decision was that always in the cards for you guys i think so you know i think it's it's a little bit of a drive to get up to burlington so we wanted to make sure that people were able to chance to uh enjoy Burlington, enjoy the surrounding community, uh, make it, make it, you know, one or two days or even a weekend out of it. Uh, so we thought that uh, our fans really enjoy the home run derby, make that a standalone event, uh, to have some great music as part of it, to some great, uh, you know, beer tasting as part of it. Um, and then, so having it be a two day event, uh, I think was really more of a, an entertainment factor for our fans and also traveling considerations for the teams that are coming up here. Cause it is a little bit of a drive, you know, especially for the teams coming up from uh, Massachusetts and Connecticut. And we've talked a little bit about the fans already and how players, coaches, everyone raves about them. How do you expect the crowd to be during the All-Star Game and Home Run Derby? Oh, I think they're they're great baseball fans. You know, they know the game. They love the game of baseball. 
So I think they're going to be really excited to cheer on and watch home runs being hit on Monday. And then the all-star game, they're going to be cheering on just great plays, great plays, great players. There might be a couple extra uh, louder cheers for some Vermont Lake Monster guys, but uh, our our fans are just really well-educated when it comes to baseball. And so uh, I think we'll draw great crowds for both events. Uh, We were sold out uh, a couple days ago. We have had great crowds over the past couple of games. You know, weather has been a major factor, just like it has been for all the other teams in the league. You know, we've had four rainouts, unfortunately. We've had a bunch of games suspended. But, you know, knock on wood, the weather's looking decent for the All-Star Game and Home Run Derby. So hopefully we won't have to have any weather issues. But I think the fans are going to be, uh, just be really excited to to cheer on, you know, their Vermont Lake Monsters, but also just watch some great baseball as well. And to finish it off, we have uh, post-game fireworks. So everyone loves fireworks. Everybody loves fireworks, and that'll be great <laughs> to finish off the two-day festivities for sure. And for a moment, I want to talk about the Lake Monsters team and the man at the front of it all in Coach Pete Will, who has been battling day after day, but he made his return to the field a few weeks ago and is back with the team. What does it mean to get him back, and what has he meant to you guys and to the organization? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, you know, he's our skipper, but he's also one of our best friends and, and part of the family here. So to have him come back up here and uh, join us in early July was great. You know, it was great to be able to see him walk on the concourse with his uh, two daughters and his wife, Aaron, and just give him a big hug. And uh, had nothing to do with baseball, had everything to do with friendship and love, and to be able to, you know, have him be back at the ballpark is is great. And then, you know, he's, he's done an awesome job, obviously, uh, helping to lead the, the team here. Matt Fincher has kind of been our, our interim manager when Pete's, Pete has been away. Um, and Pete's doing, you know, Pete's doing well. You know, he's he's battling. Uh, he's he's fighting this thing, which is awesome. Um, but it's a little, you know, it's a little bit of a journey. Uh, and we're, we want to be there to help uh, support him and his family. You know, we were able to host a, a Play for Pete day on Saturday, July 8th, uh, which was a really emotional day for everybody. Uh, the players wore, uh, you know, lavender jerseys, all custom made. They all said Wilk on the back with his jersey number, which was awesome. You know, we ended up auctioning those off. Uh, uh, Westfield, we played Westfield that evening. They made a $1,000 donation to Pete and his family, which is outstanding. I mean, it, it was just really the whole league and community came in together uh, for Pete. And we ended up raising around $20,000 for him and his family, which is which is outstanding. And so, uh, so Pete's... Uh, here in Vermont, uh, we we love having him here. He and his family love Vermont, and hopefully, he's managing our team for many many years. And part of the day uh, on July eighth, you know, we offered a ten year contract extension. So, but uh, so everyone loves Pete. Uh, he's he's doing well and and fighting hard. Yeah, and you said it. There's nothing better than not only the uh, the community, but the Futures League community coming together and supporting him. And and that's $20,000. That's exceptional. And, and yeah. it's, it's outstanding to see that for sure. Yeah. 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 So it's a, you know, it's been, it's been a fun season for us. It's been a challenging season for us on, on various aspects, but, you know, having the all-star game here at home run derby uh, is uh, something that we're gonna have a lot of fun with, you know, so it's, it's going to be team mountain versus team lake. Uh, which is cool. And we did that. Obviously, we've got a lot of mountains in Vermont and we've got Lake Champlain. And since we're the Lake Monsters, we're Team Lake. Uh, we made uh, custom uh, jerseys for both teams. So one of them has a Team Mountain, has an image of Camel's Hump on it, which is a very famous mountain here in Vermont. Uh, and Team Lake has a silhouette of uh, downtown Burlington and Lake Champlain. So those things, the, the jerseys look great. Uh, we're actually going to auction them off uh, during the game. And leading up to the game, and all the proceeds are going to benefit the Adam Keenan Foundation, you know, which is the kind of the official charity of the Futures League. So hopefully, they'll raise a lot of money for Adam Keenan Foundation. Yeah, that's fantastic, and and very clever and the and creative with those names. That's 
that's what we like right there. Yeah, thank you. I think I think the guys are gonna the players are gonna enjoy you know being here. We can't wait to have the league executives and, and owners here to you know enjoy you know, a, a couple days off. You know, and uh, it's it's okay for us to work because we've been enjoying you know enjoying two years at the All Star Game in the past. So we're we're excited to uh, return the favor for especially for New Britain. Absolutely. And CJ, this has been great, but one final question for you, and it's a final message to Lake Monster fans, to Futures League fans, a final pitch to get people to Vermont for the All-Star Game here in 2023. Yeah, I think the weather's going to uh, look beautiful. I think people uh, will have a really fun, fun time here. It's been 37 years since an All-Star Game has been Centennial. Centennial Field's looking really good right now, and uh, and why wouldn't you want to come up to Vermont? You get some of the world's best beer and some of the world's best ice cream. So go Monsters. Go Monsters, indeed. Go ice cream and go beer. <laughs> CJ, thank you so much for taking the time. We, we're we looking forward to seeing what the Lake Monsters and what Burlington has in store for the Futures League, and we can't wait to see you up in Vermont. Sounds great, guys. We'll see you at the ballpark. Thank you very much to Vermont Lake Monsters Senior Vice President CJ Newton for joining us on the show. Matt, he is super excited about this two-day All-Star event coming up. Yeah, he was very well spoken about it in our interview with him on just how excited the Lake Monsters are to have this game for the fans, for the players, for just everyone in every organization to come up to Burlington, enjoy the scenes, baseball, and just sit back and relax. Yeah, sit back, relax, and enjoy some baseball, which we cannot wait to do in Vermont tonight and tomorrow. Obviously, this is releasing on Monday the 24th. Next up here on our All-Star Game special is Vermont Lake Monsters pitching coach Matt Fincher, who is the acting manager for the All-Star Game on Tuesday night. He's very excited to host this game, and he talks a lot about Vermont and, and again, how excited he is for uh, these uh, this game on Tuesday. Yeah, he's done a great job stepping in, keeping the Lake Monsters right at the top of the standings. It's been a battle for them. and He talks about it a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all we got. Let's get into it. Here's Matt Fincher. We now welcome on our next guest here on our All-Star Game special. He is the pitching coach for the Vermont Lake Monsters, and I know he's excited to have the All-Star Game in Burlington this summer. It's Matt Fincher. Coach, how you doing? Doing well. Thank you very much. Of course. And we'll get started here with the questions. What does it mean to be able to coach in the All-Star Game this year? Well, I, I think it's going to be exciting for all of us up in Vermont. I mean, you said it, we're uh, very, the whole organization is uh, really excited about having the game up there and, and hopefully uh, we will do a good job of planning, organizing and implementing the activities <laughs> and, uh, you know, all will go well and hopefully it will not rain. Um, but, um, you know, I think coaching in it, 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 it will be a lot of fun uh, in the sense that you get to be a little bit closer to the opposing players. You know, you stand all summer long, you stand on the other side of the field and you watch them and you marvel at what they're able to do. And and uh, you're impressed with uh, their athletic ability, their thought processes, uh, their competitive instinct, uh, and, and just to, uh, you know, be able to interact with them. Uh, and, and talk to them a little bit, uh, you know, should be a lot of fun. It should be a really fun day. Yeah, and one thing I want I would be reminiscent if I didn't bring up is the your head coach, Pete Wilk, who obviously we know what he's going through and we know what he's meant to this organization. But specifically to you, what does Coach Pete Wilk mean to you and uh, to the Lake Monsters overall? 
Well, to me personally, I mean, he's, he's been a dear, dear friend, you know, the last three summers that we've been up here, you know, he, he, he was the one that uh, convinced me that I should come up to Vermont, that it was a special place. Um, and, uh, you know, I found everything he told me to be true, uh, have uh, thoroughly enjoyed uh, all of my time and interactions with Pete, um, you know, uh, while he has been around uh, a good bit this summer, um, you know, he has also not been around at other times, and so we have missed him dearly. Um, you know, I think the organization as a whole feels the same way that I do. Uh, you know, we we were saying our prayers, we got our fingers crossed, we're doing everything we can do uh, to assist him and hope that, um, you know, things things go well and he, he bounces back and, you know, is there next summer and, and for years to come. I You know, it's um, it's a tough, tough thing. Um, and, and I think, uh, the entire organization is just doing the best that we can to help him and his family in any way that we can. Yeah. And last week you guys sell you or a couple of weeks ago, you guys celebrated him with the custom jerseys and the, and the, the night in, in his honor. What did it mean to you have him back on the field for that night and to see all the guys in those jerseys and, and to have him be celebrated the way he was? Yeah, that was that was a great night. Um, a, a lot of fun, um, you know, and yeah, for Pete to, uh, you know, be, you know, such a big part of that. Uh, I know it was very, very special to him. You know, he spoke to the team after the game and, um, you know, you could tell that 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 uh, he was very pleased and thankful. Um, and, and so I think uh, all of us in Burlington, uh, you know that that's a special night that we'll always remember. I mean, it it um it, it was something special. For sure, it was a special night, and I'm sure the fans appreciated it too. And talking about the fans, not only will there be Lake Monsters fans at the All Star Game, there will also be fans from all the other teams that are coming up. What are you looking forward? What should fans look forward to about Burlington? Well, I think you know. Uh, Burlington is is a is a neat town. I mean, I I think that's why all of us are that are part of the Lake Monsters. Uh, you know, in one of the reasons we enjoy it so much. Uh, you know, there's certainly if they get an opportunity, to go down to uh, Church Street and walk up and down and and um, you know, see that. Uh, you know, maybe go down to the lake if they've got some extra time. But the stadium itself, in in my opinion, is iconic. I mean, it's you know, it's old as can be, but but I mean, I can tell you, I love going there every single day. And uh, you know, the uh, you know CJ and and uh, Alex and 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 the people that that uh, work there uh, so hard to keep it maintained. Uh, you know, all the staff. Um, you know, we'll, we'll be in there at 10 a.m. in the morning and they're, you know, they're cleaning it up and they're making it making it the best facility that, that it can be. So, you know, hopefully the fans that come to the home run derby and, and the game will like, like sit in that stadium and go, you know what, this place is pretty cool. And, you know, I may wind up coming back up here one day, uh, you know, when, when our team travels up here uh, either later this summer or next year at some point. Yeah, it's certainly, it's beautiful to be in Burlington, Vermont. And you mentioned something during that answer that I want to come back to. The hard work that CJ and the rest of the organization put in day in and day out. What has it been like and how great is it to see them put in that work to make sure that this All-Star game is a smash hit for not only the fans of Burlington, but the fans around the Futures League? 
Yeah, I, I think that's uh, one of my main takeaways of being uh, a, a part of the Vermont Lake Monsters that uh, from my very first summer up here, uh, you know, certainly through this summer with all the rain that we've had, uh, blown away with the amount of people that are helping us in a variety of ways. Um, you know, the, the number of staff is uh, immense in my opinion. And I have coached college summer baseball, uh, you know, for many, many years in many, many different places. And, and I've, I've never seen as strong an organization, um, as committed a group, as hardworking a group, um, as, as what's going on in Vermont. And, and this is one of the things that Pete told me three years ago when he asked me to come up here and help him that, that I was going to be really impressed with that. And I, I, you know, I can remember myself kind of laughing over the phone when we were, when he was saying this stuff like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then you get up there and it's actually true and, and it continues to be true. And, and, you know, summers like this summer, uh, I, I know all organizations in the future leagues have had issues with rain this summer. Um, and, and, but uh, when the uh, opposing coach says, every time I come to Burlington, it rains and there's truth in that, um, yeah, you know, it's got, it makes you understand how, how much work has to go into just playing a single baseball game at times. And, and uh, you know, CJ and the entire group, uh, you, you know, are, are, are battling in every way that they can to, to make sure that uh, these games go off as, as planned. Yeah, they for sure have done a great job just with everything, especially at the field, like you mentioned, having that charm. And we've already touched upon it, but you're going to be coaching Team Lake during the All-Star game. What's your managing strategy going to be to try and win the game, but also try and get every player their spotlight? I, I, I don't know about winning. I don't know about spotlights, but I know, you know, what I'm going to try to do is make sure that uh, particularly the position guys, uh, you know, get equal playing time. You know, I, I look at what we're doing uh, right now with, with our own team, with the Lake Monsters. And what we're trying to do it, it, to the best of our ability for most of the summer, okay, is, is share playing time and make sure everybody gets opportunities. Okay. And we're going to do, the very same thing in the all-star game. Okay. We'll set up, uh, you know, I'll talk with the other coaches, uh, and, and get input from, uh, 35 different directions and, and, and we'll set up a system where, uh, you know, you play these innings and you play those innings. And then we got to get with the pitching staff and determine, Hey, who's available, who wants to throw an inning, uh, you know, and try to give each guy an inning and we might have to break a couple innings up, but, uh, you know, what we want to do is ensure that, all the players that come up there and play uh, get get the best opportunity that we can provide them. So I think the the key word here might be sharing something like that. You know, we we we're just gonna spread it out and let everybody play and enjoy the day. I mean, that that's the way I. It, it's an opportunity to showcase the league. It's an opportunity to showcase the best players, and and you know let them go out there and 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 do their thing. And um, you know, I'll be standing in a corner somewhere and hopefully the players don't even know I'm there. So. Well, I, I think they're going to know you're there, but I bought <laughs> the sentiment is there. Yeah. Uh, you talk about sharing playing time and that's obviously important, but in terms of kind of general advice, what advice would you give these guys about playing in the all-star game, playing in front of these scouts and just trying to take advantage of the two days? 
Well, I, I think the vast majority of these guys that are going to be playing this game have played uh, plenty across their career in front of professional scouts and, and, and a lot of um, certainly, and rightfully so, have uh, hopes of, of uh, traversing further in baseball. So, uh, you know, they're going to be fine. They're just going to go out there and do their thing and, and uh, you know, relax, enjoy, have fun. I mean, like, you know, last year when I was down in New Britain for the Home Run Derby, um, you know, it, it seemed like a really, really fun day to me. And th that's that's all, in my opinion, that's what we want it to be. It's, it's, it's a chance, it's an opportunity to showcase the league and the players and and enjoy and you know we, we sometimes what gets lost is we play baseball we participate in baseball because it's fun and 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 sometimes that can get lost in the shuffle and so th this this is a an opportunity a day just to reconnect with that thought that you know hey i'm here because i want to be i don't have to be here if i don't want to be here and and you know i'm just going to have fun playing baseball because this is what i love to do for sure. It is very important to keep having fun while you're playing and yes. just remember the main goal of why baseball exists. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even you, you've seen some guys on your team that you've been coaching all year that have been selected to the all-star games, such as Tommy Martin. How cool is it to see them get to, you're going to get to see them put on their skills and have their fun. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, as a coach, you're always honored uh, when, when players on your team are selected to uh, an all-star game, you know, and, and they're rewarded for some things they've done. Well, Tommy's had a good season. He's been uh, fairly consistent across it. Uh, certainly he's a very, very important part of our team. Uh, you know, he's played, uh, I can think off the top of my head. I mean, I know he's played all three outfield positions. Please played second base for us. Um, you know, as far as I, he might have DH'd a game here and there. I, I don't remember. There's so many of them. But, um, you know, he's done a lot of different things for us. And, uh, you know, ju just this is his second year on our team. It's, it's been a pleasure uh, to have him with us. Um, you know, it's one of, you know, guys like him are one of the reasons why I, I enjoy coaching in Vermont so much because uh, we have a lot of guys similar to Tommy, in my opinion, that are just really, really good human beings and just a joy to be around. And it it, it is uh, special in many, many ways. For sure. And for you guys, the Lake Monsters, it's been a back and forth battle at the top of the standings with the Worcester Bravehearts. What are you telling those guys to on your team to motivate them even more than they already are to clinch that number one seed? Yeah, you know, if you've got some kind of secret sauce you can send me, we'll take it. Um, but you know, it's it's clear to me that uh, there there is an evenness to this league this summer um, that uh, really wasn't there last summer until Nashua determined that they were better than us. So, um, you know, th this is going to go down to the wire, in my opinion. It should. I mean, we've got a good team. Worcester's got a good team. Norwich's got a good team. New Britain's got a good team. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, what's going to happen. And so what we're trying to do is just play, put our best foot forward every day and, and play solid, uh, consistent baseball, uh, make them earn it. 
you know, uh, take advantage of the opportunities that were provided and, and, and see where we are when, when it's all said and done. I mean, we have so many games left uh, that, that are going to be determining what's going on. I mean, we have, you know, we have tonight's game against Worcester. We, we know we play them a couple times at Burlington. We'll come back to Worcester uh, later. So, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of water to go under the bridge, right? And, and so uh, even keel, steady as she goes, uh, best foot forward every day. And, uh, you know, everybody relax and, and keep it under control. And let's let's see what happens. Yeah, let's see what happens indeed. And you guys are no strangers to that championship spotlight. You enter the Futures League in 2021, you win the title. You come, in, you come last year in your second year and come so very close to winning it. And now it's 2023. It's time for another title push. What would it mean for you to get a second title and to avenge last year's loss? Yeah, I mean, I, I, that, that's that's an interesting question. Okay, I, I don't think it's avenging last year's loss. Like Nashville was excellent, and 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 I, you know, that is a series that I will remember the rest of my baseball days. I mean, I, I was, I'm still, you know, separated almost a year now from it. So impressed with what they did in, in that series. They, they just played great. They, I mean, they beat us, and they were better than us. And, and it was tight and we played well too now, but, uh, you know, they beat us and, and that was, that was neat for them. And, and, um, so this year it's a different group of guys, you know, yes, we have some returners, but, uh, it, it is, a, it's a different team. It's a different makeup and, you know, they're trying to forge their own path. Now we, we've been through a lot this summer that, you know, with, with particularly what's going on with, with Pete. Okay. Um, you know, we've, we've been through a lot with the rain in Vermont, um, you know, and, and so if, if we can position ourselves to compete at the end of the season, uh, um, you know, I think that would be awesome. And, and, and uh, I think this group is definitely good enough to do it. And, uh, you know, can we keep our nose to the grindstone, so to speak, and, and, and hammer it out uh, for the duration of the season? You know, we'll see. I'm looking forward to finding out. Uh, I, I feel like we've got a capable group. And, uh, you know, again, you just keep your fingers crossed and see how it goes. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, sometimes they bloop them in there, you know. And, uh, you know, we'll just see we'll just see which way it breaks. But I think our team is, um, you know, competitive enough to be there at the end if, if, if it goes our way. Yeah, for sure. Nobody knows what the future holds, but it would for sure be a storybook ending. Yeah. And one last question before we let you go. What's your message to Lake Monster fans and Futures League fans for the All-Star game and for the rest of the season? Well, you know, with regard to the All-Star game, we're very honored to host it. You know, I can't uh, – it's it's hard for me, uh, somebody that's participating in a baseball game almost daily, you know, to, to – uh, explain how excited the organization is to host this event. You know, they announced over the last figure, it's been 30 something years since Burlington has hosted an all-star game. Um, you know, and so I'm, I'm very hopeful that, uh, you know, the city of Burlington Lake Monsters fans that are there in town will, will turn out for it and, and, uh, you know, have, have a good showing for it, both the home run derby and the all-star game. I mean, I think it's a, it's a, a an excellent opportunity for us 
to showcase Burlington, to showcase uh, the Vermont Lake Monsters organization. Um, and, you know, we're excited as can be and, and, and really looking forward to it. Uh, and so hopefully we will we will do the festivities justice. You know, you keep your fingers crossed that, that you're doing the best you can for those that are that are coming to Burlington to, to uh uh, partake in it uh rest of the season um you know the, the as i said the league is very even and um you know there's some really good teams that are, it's clear to me that this is important to them and they're trying to win and they play very well against us and you know it should be it should be a great uh next two weeks here uh and, and into the playoffs from there in my opinion yeah, it's going to be a great two days in Burlington, and it's going to be an even better two weeks as we head toward the playoffs. Coach Matt Fincher, thank you so much for taking the time today. Best of luck in the All-Star game and the rest of the season. We look forward to seeing you in Burlington. All right, thanks, guys. I appreciate you speaking with me. Thank you very much to Pigeon Coach Matt Fincher for joining us here on our All-Star game special to talk about the Lake Monsters and Burlington from the side of the team. Yeah, for sure, and we keep seeing it. Everybody's excited about this all-star game. You could see the emotion with Matt Fincher and how excited everybody is in the Vermont organization and just across the league. Yeah. Vermont's excited. We're excited. And we just talked to one coach. Now it's time for another coach from the coach on team Lake to the coach on team mountain, Kyle Jackson of the Nashville silver Knights. We talked to him about this all-star game he's been part of plenty of futures league all-star games so it's good to get his perspective on that matt yeah for sure he's one of the best coaches in the league he's got a few titles to his name so great always great to talk to him and let's hear what he has to say here is national silver knights coach kyle jackson we now welcome on our next guest he was the manager of the 2022 nashua silver knight champions and gets the honor of coaching team mountain in the all-star game it's Kyle Jackson. Coach, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Let's get right into these questions here. You were elected to coach Team Mountain, of course, after the Silver Knights won the title, as I just mentioned. How excited are you to be back coaching the All-Star game? Um, it's an honor. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, being, I mean, winning the championship makes you do it, um, or being in the finals. But I always, I always go every year um, to help out, whether it's a new coach that's going to be doing it or whatever. But just to see all the kids get together and that have been playing each other for 40 games in a row. So it's always a good thing of like seeing them at their like relaxed state. And what do you look forward to most when coaching the All-Star game? You talked about the players and bonding and pick, them picking each other's brains and seeing how they go about through a game day. But um, I think more or less of just – they don't have to think about winning or losing um, and how the, how the game should be of just going out there and having fun where it, the game doesn't mean anything like win or lose. It doesn't mean anything. So to be able to have a different uniform on for them, but you're on the same team. I think that is kind of like the cool part of, you know, all-star game in any, any league. And what do you think the fans should look forward to, to seeing the all-star game? I'm actually really excited about what Vermont's going to do. What I've been told, like bits and pieces of, you know, what they're going to do during the Homer Derby, um, how many fans, like the sponsorships they've had. Like, I'm actually really looking forward, not the drive going up there, but, you know, for having a two-day 
um, all-star weekend, like two days for there, I'm like, it's going to be exciting. So I heard there might be a band um, for the home run derby. So that would be kind of cool. Yeah. A little live music to go with some home runs. Yeah. I'm not throwing it though. I'll start yeah, calling time. You, I'll start you, calling timeouts. <laughs> did you throw it last year? Uh, I threw it the first year with high sack and he went on like a little, like five home run run. And I got so tired that I called timeout and he's like, what do you do? I go, I was tired. <laughs> he goes, I was in the zone. I go, I couldn't throw another one. <laughs> yeah. I think the timeouts are for the players. Yeah. Well, sometimes the coaches need to. All right. It's been, it's a long season throwing BP. It indeed, it is a long season throwing BP. And the reason you can throw BP so well is that you were a former pro baller. So I want to see kind of your perspective here during scout day. What are you telling these kids before they step up to the plate, step up to the 40 yard dash about what they're supposed to do in front of these scouts? Um, I've never really talked to like the hitters and stuff. Cause I was a pitcher. So like, I like to like go out and watch when they're doing, whether they're going to do it in the bullpen. I don't know how they're doing it this year with the scout day, whether they're all pitching on the mound on the field or if they're doing it in the bullpens, like we've, they've done in the past. I'm not sure, but the years that I started doing it, I always killed in the bullpen and it just explained to them. Cause I've been in the situation where I've done tryouts when I wasn't playing um, that they're not looking to see how hard you throw. Obviously speed helps, but they're looking to see how accurate you are. Are you, are you throwing 90, 92, but are you all over the place or are you throwing like 88 to 90 and you're, hitting corners at the knees and consistent because that's the biggest thing. Like don't try to overdo something and get out of your mechanics. Just stay with, stay with who you are because the harder you try to throw the worse you're going to be in my, my thinking Um, because you want to be relaxed when you're throwing a baseball, but when you're trying to hump up and your muscles get all tight, then you don't have that flexibility. You don't have the extension. You don't have that loop movement and you probably have no idea where the ball is going. So I always just try to tell them, stay within yourselves um, and, you know, throw strikes. Because scouts are going to look at, well, oh, the kid throws 92, but he's all over the place. But this kid throws 88 to 90, and he's hitting the spots. I think that's – if I'm a scout, that's what I'm looking forward, um, looking to. But, I mean, it's their – it's their – it's the kid's option to do what they want to do. I just voice my opinion of, you know, from my experience. Yeah, you know, it's always important to get that advice from, you know, from you, from other coaches around this league who have been around the game for a long time and have that. Yeah. And you mentioned it before we went on air, and I know you want to brag about it, so I'm going to ask you about it. The, Don't brag. The, the all-star field was voted on by your fellow coaches, but you got the chance to construct the rosters. How cool was that? Um, I wasn't asked to, but I kind of felt like it was – we had – we were trying to get a draft between me and Matt or me and Pete. Um, and I know Pete only has done home games, so he only sees a certain amount of guys. And um, the way that the schedule has been built, um, I haven't seen Worcester since, I think, the first week of June. Um, so I have no idea. I can see their numbers, but we really didn't – I don't have an idea who they are like because you don't play them. Same with a couple other teams. Same with, with Matt and Pete. It's like – we play Norwich or they play New Britain, they play off. I can give you guys on who should be on the all-star teams there. So I kind of just was like, took it upon myself to just put them in teams 
um, and count how many guys were on the all-star teams and kind of make it even. Um, and it worked out actually kind of perfect where you have like the three, there's pretty much six, six teams had a lot of guys and two teams only had like one or two. So the fact that they all equaled out was, it took me like 20 minutes and I just sent it to Joe and Josh and Matt. And I was like, what do you guys think? And they're like, looks good. And one of the tricky parts about managing an all-star game is getting every player their spotlight while still trying to win the game. How do you go about that and what's your strategy? Um, I kind of, last year, I, last year was different because I think I had Goldstein was the captain when I was managing. So they, um, I let him make the roster, the, the opening, and then it's just trying to, make sure everyone gets in a, a plate appearance and you know you always have like one or two backup pitchers um but they pretty much like the catchers we have three catchers so they'll each do three innings um and then the infield i'll have to look at the roster and see how many infielders to rotate them if they want to play a different position uh, and just make sure everybody gets at bats um they steal on their own um you just want to make sure they go into the all-star game healthy and leave healthy. And that's one thing I always voice them, like, have fun, but don't do anything that's going to get you hurt. Yeah, that is the last thing you want in an all-star game. Yeah. You know, it's all about having fun. Yeah. And in terms of roster construction, specifically for the Silver Knights, you've got a couple of guys in Shane McNamara and Zach Getchire among them who are returners to your team that are in the all-star game. What does it mean to have guys that have been with the league for a couple of years in the all-star back in the all-star game and in the all-star game, some for the first time. It's great to have guys. It's been a tough season for us record wise, but I think the way that they've been playing, they're always giving hundred ten percent So to see them, you know, be nominated and then get voted in to be on the all-star team, I think, it's great to be able to go there and have your guys enjoy that moment um, and how hard they work and whether they, especially Gitshire. I mean, this is his third year and I think he's having one of his best years. Um, he didn't throw as hard as some of the other guys do, but like he's got like eight or nine innings with a zero ERA and it comes in tough situations. So I think that brings a smile to my face to see how hard he's worked and to get that, little accolade is um as a coach great um shane has always just been a great um i would say just staple in our organization for the years he's been here and to be in the i don't know if he was an all-star last year but i know he was in the homer derby but to be there um to be an all-star um same with everyone else um it's always great to have see these kids of how hard they work be acknowledged and recognized to be an all-star. And yesterday, you guys were on Nesson at Holman Stadium and picked up a tight one nothing win in a pitcher's duel. How was that experience? Um, well, I didn't get thrown out, so that's a plus. Um, it's on the last Nesson game. Uh, no, it was a great game both sides. Um, you had Gillerin, he through one of the we faced him I think that was our fourth time facing him um and he mixed it up he he threw a lot of strikes kept him off balance and then Gemma came in just you know worked his off speed worked his fastball 
it was a I lo- as a pitcher I love those games as a coach you like it on your side and hate it on the other side because you're like four hits is not going to win this game but as the game kept going and it was like one two three double play one two three get a base run you kind of had a feeling that it was going to go one run was going to do it so the fact that we were able to pull it off um and how hard they were working towards it and getting some base runners and you know baseball execution at its finest in the eighth um that helped with the ball but you know to get that lead off and mcdermott with a great sack bunt to move him over to give shane a chance um and then the ball happened and he just did did a job of getting the sack fly um but it was a great game i love those tight games as a coach it's a little stressful but like as fans it's like what who's going to make that mistake who's you know who's going to get that key hit you know how is that game going to unfold it's like as a fan you're watching and you're like ooh this is a good one compared to like errors and all fans like hits and home runs but for me it's like i want defense pitching no walks stuff like that um and then you want your other t- your team to do the hitting but it was a great game especially i think in for a nesting game, for whoever's tuning in, um, to see the defense on both sides um, and the great pitching that came in from both sides of the um, Brockton and our side was um, a good game, I think, and it represented the future as well. Yeah, you talk about it. You want a good, clean baseball game, and that's exactly what that was. That's yeah, it's great to see. And you mentioned Jack McDermott, another all-star this year and the hero of last year's championship, and we talked about the title – earlier but let's go back let's go back in time back to 2022 what did it mean to win that title after you know you talked everybody's talked about it you guys had a tough start but came out you know champions on the other side what did that title mean to you it was mentally I, I think you could see it in when i did the interview on the field like i was mentally exhausted and like just emotional because if you want your team to win and whether we had on paper probably not like talent wise compared to what Vermont was, but how hard these guys fought and clawed their way from the out of the like the bottom, um, and to be re- rewarded that way, like as a coach, it's like all right, you're doing, you're you're keeping them involved and hungry and wanting that you know to have a chance, and that's all they needed was a chance, and um, they just. It was crazy. Um, I still think about it sometimes of like when Wolf showed up this year and like that's everybody was talking about was the home run and stuff like that. But to me, it's like the bottom of the ninth and they got base low with their two, three, four hitters coming up. It's like as a coach, you're like, oh, so close, so close. But to pull it off, like it's probably one of my favorite besides my first one. Um, as a manager in the COVID year, um, that one was special. But to come back and win, I think, after that game one that we had, I think that shows the true test of how much these guys really wanted it. Yeah, for sure. That You could tell that in the locker room, how much those guys wanted it. And you're returning to the glorious scene of the crime, so to speak, in Burlington. What's it going to be like to be back there? Um. I used to not like it there. The their first, I think, the first couple of years, I think we were like zero and thirteen up there. I don't think we got our first win till like middle of last year's season. Um, 
and we got the first win there. And I was like, all right, we can win there. And then the next time we went up, we swept a double, a, um, a back to back. I was like, all right, and and that's when I kind of felt like the team knew they could win there. Because if you didn't get a win there in the season, it's kind of like demoralizing of as a player or a coach is like, all right, we've never won there. So like to get a couple wins up there under your belt, knowing that you can go into a hostile environment of how many fans they pack in every night, whether it's a Monday, Tuesday, or Friday, Saturday, um, and how much that fan base loves that team, that the team felt confident going into there. So I don't mind going there anymore. Well, it's got good memories. It's got great memories. <laughs> yeah, now it's got some good memories that you can associate yeah. with. Yeah. And one of the great things about Burlington, Vermont and the Lake Monsters is manager Pete Wilk, who is back on the field. How good is it? How good is it to see fellow manager Pete Wilk back in the dugout for the Lake Monsters? It was great because I haven't my first time seeing him was the last time we were up there when we got the shortened game. But it was great. Like, you know, he looks like he's in great spirits. It's great to see him. I haven't seen him since the championship and then the diagnosis happened. Um, but, you know, you just kind of want to just give him a give him a hug at um, when you do your home plate meetings. But it's just like you have a conversation like all like my family thoughts and prayers for them supporting him um, and what that organization has done for him um, with the support is mind blowing um, to show throughout the whole league of everyone having his back, whether you like Vermont or not on a baseball team, but you have to like them as an organization and what they represent and how they have each other's back. Uh, when Nashville does the same thing, if someone's down, they're going to support with their fan base and stuff like that. So to see like them do the jerseys for him um, really shows a true testament to what that organization and how it's run. Um, so to see him was such a good thing to see him in the dugout, see him at bringing the, the card out. Um, it just shows the type of person that he is that like baseball is obviously family's first and then baseball it, for me, that's him. And I assume it's probably him too in health reason, but the fact that, you know, you're going through treatment and you're going to home games um, to be a part of that team um, shows the strength that he has. So it was great to see him. And when we had the huge rain delay and lightning storm, like we talked for a little bit, me, him and Matt. So it was, it was nice just to like talk and have conversations about stuff outside of baseball, family. I think his, his kids were there that day. So um, it was good. It's great to see him back. Yeah. It's so great that the support of Vermont and around the futures league that Pete has gotten, it's, it's been exceptional. And, and you said it, it's a class class A organization up there in the Lake monsters though, for what they did, you know, what they yeah. yeah. I mean, right away from, the GoFundMe to the jerseys to I think we've gone up once and they it wasn't even for him it was for breast cancer awareness um the day that we went so um just to see that of how involved they are in the community um I think really shows what Burlington is how great the Lake Monsters are for Burlington and coach what is your final message to those thinking about the All-Star game? Um, you're going to have a spectacle from the guys that are in the home run derby um, that can really swing it. I mean, you got 
I think Sirs from Westfield, who definitely can swing it. Um, Petrini in New Britain, McNamara. I mean, the list goes on. So as long as I'm not throwing BP for the Homer Derby, I think it'll be a, sh- a show for them. Um, and then on the game side, just, you know, you're getting a group of athletes and kids that are great at what they do and are always striving to be better. And you're not going to see that. You're going to see, you're going to see so much talent on that field in every inning and with the pitchers coming in, like it's going to be a great game and they're in for a treat. Yeah, they're certainly in for a treat and we're excited to get there. All-star game and home run derby. It's going to be great. Kyle, thank you so much for joining us and uh, good luck in the all-star game. Thank you. I'll see you up there. Thank you so much to Nashua Silver Knights head coach, Kyle Jackson for joining us. The 2022 champion, is the head coach for Team Mountain, and he's very excited to uh, to be back at the All-Star game. Yeah, he's an amazing baseball mind. He's got great insight on and off the field, and it's just always a pleasure talking to him. Yeah, always a pleasure to talk to KJax. And we're also excited for this night next interview where we get into the player segment of our All-Star game show, and it starts with a lake monster in Tommy Martin, who's had a great year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's going to be exciting to hear your name called as an all-star. So see what he says. Let's see what he says. Let's get you to that interview. Here is Tommy Martin. We welcome on our next guest and our first player here on the all-star game special for 2023. He is a first time all-star. It's Tommy Martin. Tommy, how you doing today? I'm good. Good. Well, welcome to the show, man. And we want to ask here right off the bat, what did it mean to find out that you were named an all-star here in 2023? Uh, I mean, it meant a lot. Like, uh, I struggled a bit last year in the Yale season, so being able to help the team out as much as I could this summer and, you know, produce meant a lot, um, as well as, you know, just trying to do as much as I can for the team to uh, win it because we lost in the championship last year, and so we got unfinished business. And wanted to talk about you and dive into your stats a little bit right here you're hitting 292 this year six doubles and 31 hits what i find most impressive is the walk to strikeout ratio at 33 walks to 20 strikeouts how have you been doing this year how do you feel getting off to such a hot start and just seeing the ball well yeah i've been uh you know earlier in the summer i was really trying to work counts a lot as much as i could um and that kind of helped me hit well just because i was seeing pitches and the more pitches I saw from the pitcher, the more confident I was going up against him the second time, third time, if he was a starter. Um, so that really helped me. That's why uh, my walks were up pretty high. But, uh, yeah, I've been seeing the ball well, just trying to simplify everything as much as possible, not try and do too much, stay within myself, just have a good approach each at-bat. Yeah, and that's super important, you know, having a good approach. And, you know, obviously guys come here to summer ball to work on, you know, their craft and see the ball better and stuff like that. So that's good that, you know, you've made that a focus. Yeah. And this is your second year with the Lake Monsters. Obviously, you said you had unfinished business. We'll get to that in a little bit. But how have you felt? What, what were your first impressions of the league in 2022? And and how have you continued to kind of see the league here in 2023? Uh, Yeah. Like when I first came to the league, I thought it was pretty sick. Like we had a ton of fans the first day I came and it was not something I was really expecting. Um, And then I was there from probably mid July or so till the end of the season um, where we lost. And then I decided to come back for this year. Um, And I actually do think the pitching has probably gotten a little bit better this year. 
I think uh, the average pitcher is probably up a few miles an hour. Um, so that's a good thing for the hitters, you know, just to see better pitching, get better over the summer and just work on stuff. That's like more likely what you're going to see during the school year. So I like that for sure. Yeah, it's been great to, you know, to watch the pitching and, and the hitting continue to improve each year in the Futures League. And one thing that the Vermont Lake Monsters love doing is their promos. And obviously those will be on full display here for the All-Star game. But I want to ask you, what's the best promotion in your opinion in Vermont? Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, last year I remember that you would drive this like Mazda out onto the field every uh, I think like eighth inning or so. Um, so that was pretty cool, but it is, it is cool just how we have a ton of promotions and stuff just because like, I don't know. Uh, it just makes it more big league feeling if you know what I mean. For so. sure. For sure. It definitely gives you uh gives get some more fans in the seats and makes you feel like you're at minor league game, major league game and, Everyone's tuning in. And for you, what's been your favorite part about playing baseball in Burlington? I mean, I got to say the fans, just because we get more fans than any other Futures League team, which is awesome. And, like, especially on, like, the hot dog nights and Star Wars nights, we get, like, upwards of 4,000, which is pretty cool. Um, and when we win those games, they're pretty into it as well. Like, most people stay till the end, uh, which makes it pretty electric and – I don't know. You can definitely just feel like a difference when you're playing and just like the overall energy. So that's pretty cool. You talked about the fans a little bit right there. What should fans expect for this all-star game at Centennial? Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure like the last time the all-star was at Centennial if ever. Um, so I think it's going to be cool for them to see since, you know, a lot of them are pretty loyal fans that come out and support us. Like I see sometimes the same people every single game. So like, it's going to be cool for especially like those people to come and see the best players in the league just come together and play. So that's in terms of the game on the field, but I want to ask about off the field things. Obviously there's plenty of Futures League fans who have probably never been to Burlington or are coming here for the first time. What is your favorite thing to do in Burlington? And what would you recommend that people who have never come to Burlington before do during this all-star game uh, two day stretch? Yeah. Um, well, we have our Mondays off days, and usually as a team, we go to North Beach and just hang out and stuff. Um, like, we just swim, play spike ball, random stuff. So that's good if you want to chill. Um, other than that, there's a lot of good food places. Uh, downtown Burlington on Church Street's a nice spot just to grab a bite. Uh, um, so, yeah. And one thing about the team, we'll talk about your success in a little bit, but your leader, your head coach, Pete Wilk, made his return to the field a couple weeks ago, and you guys have done a number of celebrations and honored him, and it's been great to see him back on the field, smile, smiling ear to ear. What is it like for you personally to have Pete back on the field and, and managing you guys for some of these games? Yeah, I mean, it means a lot. Like, last year, he personally helped me out a lot. Like, I know he helped a lot of guys on the team, too, but he helped me a lot with, like, my infield work and hitting because I started off slow last year. And he just talked to me through it and stuff. Um, so it's been a lot to have him back because just to have him fill that role again has been huge for for me and then other guys on the team. Um, so that's been great. Yeah, it's great to have him back. 
And you mentioned it a couple minutes ago, but the 2022 championship series, it was, it was a tough championship series, but you had an unbelievable playoff set in 455. What do you, you look back at that championship? Number one, what was it kind of, what was it like to be part of that atmosphere for the first time? And number two, how do you guys get back there this year? Yeah. I mean, I remember it pretty, pretty clearly like game one, we just steamrolled them and it was pretty electric at our place. And so we had a, a pretty good momentum, I would say. And then we got walked off and, in Nashville, which wasn't a good feeling. And then we were so close back at home. If we would have won that game three, that would have been an awesome experience because it was sold out, ton of fans, great environment. Everyone was into it. Um, but, you know, I think we're in a good spot this year. Um, I think we just need to clean up some of the little things. And, you know, every, every chance Pete gets back with us, it's it's a more momentum for our side. Um, so, it's, it'll be nice if uh, he can start making it out to all the home games. He's been doing his best, but every time he comes out, it's a uh, good energy for the team. So, Yeah, certainly I imagine that energy goes from zero to 100 real quick when, when he steps into that locker room. Yeah, no doubt. And you actually do have some championship experience in that locker room. Obviously, you've, you know, you've played in the championship, but guys from 20, the 2021 team, including Colby Bluret, Wyatt Cameron, uh, Silas Reed, have all been there before. Have those guys talked to you guys about at all about, you know, kind of what it takes to win a championship? Yeah, I mean, they've told us that it, it's pretty special to win a championship, especially in Burlington. So that kind of just keeps guys' visions more focused and kind of, you know, one goal is is the goal of the summer is just to win the championship, I guess. So. And for you guys right now as a team to try and go back to that, you have been in the top spot, flipping back and forth with Worcester for that top seed. What are you guys mm -hmm. trying to do to finish out the rest of the season, staying at the pace you are? Yeah, I mean, we're just trying to play hard as much as we can, but uh, we just finished, played Worcester yesterday, and we got another game today, um, and then we got some more some more tough opponents coming up soon. But it's really important to win those games against, you know, the one through four seeds because those are the spots that are going to make it too, so. For sure. And one last question before we let you go. What is your message to Lake Monsters and Futures League fans? I would just say we're coming. We're coming for that championship spot. We're going to win it this year. We got unfinished business, so be ready. Yeah, be ready indeed. We're certainly ready for this All-Star game and then the weeks to come after that as we head for the playoff push. Tommy Martin, thank you so much for joining us today. Best of luck with everything, and we'll talk to you soon, man. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much to Vermont Lake Monsters' Tommy Martin for joining us here on the podcast. He's another returner this year playing uh, in 2022, helping them almost get to that championship uh, season last year. But the Vermont Lake Monsters are at the top of the standings. They're not messing around. Yeah, and like he said, unfinished business. They're coming out with a vengeance this year, and they're trying to get back to their glory. Yeah, and one team that is – Hanging on right behind them is the Norwich Sea Unicorns, who are right at the top of the standings, and they are led by a number of Nichols guys, including this next guest, Brennan Hyde, who has been with the team in 2022 and now 2023. Uh, it was good to hear from him, Matt. For sure. He's been a big part of that Norwich offense that we've seen all year, and it's great to see him in the All-Star game and get to, great to get to hear from him. Yeah, it's great to hear from him, and you know you want to hear from him, so here's Brennan Hyde. We welcome on our next guest here to our All-Star Game special. He is back with the Norwich Sea Unicorns for another season and is named to the All-Star team for the first time. It's Brennan Hyde. Brennan, how you doing? I'm good. How about you? 
We're doing well, man. And to start it off, I mentioned that, you know, you were with the Sea Unicorns last year, but you were an all-star this year here in 2023. What does it mean to be named the all-star team? Um, I mean, it, it means a lot. I mean, it's something that I've, I've worked, um, you know, I've worked a lot to get to um, over the course of the year and whatnot. Um, and it's definitely a grind to get there for sure. Just going about it, you know, day by day, game by game, pitch by pitch. Um, just trying to produce for the team and ultimately led to all-star selection. And you have been on fire offensively so far this year. You're hitting 280. What has changed for you at the plate? Um, I think it's just uh, pitch selection and, you know, just trying to um, – be aggressive, but selective at the same time, just trying to get a good pitch to hit and, you know, just try to barrel it up. Yeah, that's super important, especially in summer. Well, you know, you talk about developing your craft. Do you feel like that you're in a better position now than you were maybe coming out of the spring, just trying to work on your game before you go back to school? Yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, definitely because of the, the pitching in this league is elite. So just seeing that pitching every day has made me become a better hitter um, as a whole. So I think, you know, after the, once the season's done, I'll be going back to school an even better hitter. And one of the unique dynamics in Norwich that we've asked Johnny Knox about previously, and we'll ask you too, is that you're playing under your former teammate at Nichols and now manager, of course, in Kevin Murphy. What has he taught you about the game this summer? And what's it like having your manager as someone that you used to play with? Yeah. I mean, Having uh, Murph as head coach has has been quite a surreal experience. I mean, playing with him at Nichols and now he, he's my head coach. It's it's a pretty like full circle moment, um, but it's been awesome. I mean, he he gets it. He's very down to earth. He he's very flexible. He gets guys in the games and whatnot. So it's been an amazing experience with him as head coach. Yeah, that's certainly a fun dynamic. And to follow that up, you know, he brought a lot of your Nichols teammates with you. So I want to ask what that's like, kind of playing with all those guys and having a Nichols 2.0 per se there in Norwich. Yeah, I mean, once I heard uh, Johnny Knox and Ben Jerome were going to be playing for Nichols or for uh, the Sea Unicorns, it was kind of no a no-brainer. And then with Murphy's head coach, I mean, it's just this complete package and what I wanted to, you know, experience. I mean, playing with my college teammates and then someone that I previously put, played with, I knew it'd be a good experience for me. So. And what are you looking most forward to in going into the all-star game and playing in the game? Um, I think just getting to meet the guys, you know, around the league and whatnot, you know, coming from all different colleges, it'll be good to, it'll be good to know like some of the guys and where they come from and, get to watch how they go about things, you know, like in BP or like um, getting defensive reps and just get to, you know, just take it all in and see what, see what everyone's about. Definitely a learning experience to see how everyone goes about their day, just game day. And yeah. what are you looking most forward to about going to Burlington, Vermont? Um, I think just having fun with the guys, honestly. I mean, it's going to be a fun experience um, watching the Home Run Derby and then, you know, playing in the All-Star game. So it's going to be a fun All-Star all -Star, uh, break for sure. Yeah, it'll be a nice time for the league and for everybody to kind of just have some fun here these next two days before the grind of summer happens. 
And one aspect about the Futures League All-Star Game is scout is the scout day that we have, which is where you guys get to show off your skills through various exercises in front of major league scouts. And then, of course, you know, play in front of them, take BP in front of them. What does that mean to be able to showcase your your stuff in front of major league scouts on site at the Futures League All-Star Game? Yeah, I mean, it means a lot. Um, the scout day is something that I've been looking forward to because one of my goals is to play professional baseball. So the scout day is something that I'm definitely going to take advantage of and, you know, try to show what I got, you know, offensively and def- defensively. Just show what I got and, you know, just try to put on a show. And with the team right now, you guys are in a good spot right now, clinging on to a playoff spot. What do you feel the team and you have to do in the last few weeks of the season to hold on to that playoff spot? I think we just, we can't get complacent, you know, with being one of the higher seeds right now. We just can't get complacent. We just have to continue to grind, you know, try to get, you know, every single win that we can so we can try to be the one seed for sure. So we just have to just go about it day by day and pitch by pitch, uh, and just try to grind out wins, honestly. Yeah, it is going to be a very fun last couple weeks of the season. You guys currently hold third place here as we're recording on Friday, July 21st. And last question here before we let you go. How about a message to see Unicorn fans and to Futures League fans uh, about the All-Star game and about the rest of the season? Um. The Unicorn fans and Future League fans, it's going to be a fun last couple of weeks. Um, it's going to be a fun playoff run. Uh, hope to see everyone in attendance, um, especially when the Unicorn make the playoffs and we try to make a push for the championship. So, go Corns. Yeah, go see Unicorns indeed. It's going to be a fun last couple of weeks, no doubt about that. Brennan, thank you so much for joining us today. And you know, congratulations again on being named an all-star and we'll see you up in Burlington. Yes. Thank you guys. Thank you very much to North C Unicorn, Brennan Hyde for joining us on our show today. It was great to hear about his excitement for the playoff push and being named an all-star for the first time. And yeah, it was good to hear from Brennan, Matt. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's always exciting being an all-star for the first time, getting the recognition that you've put all this work into. So I'm sure he's happy to see it pay off. Yeah, very happy to see it pay off indeed. And one guy that is not shy of the All-Star game is 2022 and now 2023 All-Star Brian Hart of the New Britain Bees. He's had an excellent year this year and is looking to keep that going as the Bees make a push for the playoffs. Yeah, a familiar face at the All-Star game and a guy that's helping the Bees hold on to that last playoff spot right now. And let's see what he says. Yeah, let's see what he has to say. Let's waste no more time. Brian Hart of the New Britain Bees, take it away. We welcome on our next guest here on our All-Star Game special. He is a member of the New Britain Bees and is a now two-time All-Star as he was named an All-Star here for 2023. It's Brian Hart of the New Britain Bees. Brian, how you doing? I'm doing great today. Just happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. The pleasure is all ours. And I mentioned it. You're back on the All-Star team for 2023. What does it mean to be named an All-Star? Honestly, it's a great honor to be named the All-Star, especially for my second year in a row. Uh, me and my teammates have worked so hard this summer to get to where we are, and I'm happy we can get some recognition for that. Um, I'm happy I'm playing with some of the best players across the country in, uh, in the league, and it's going to be a great experience to be in Vermont for the All-Star game this year. 
Yeah, and I mentioned it off the top, you're no stranger to the All-Star game as you were an All-Star last year when the All-Star game was held in New Britain. What was your favorite part about the All-Star game last year? Um, honestly, my favorite part was just getting to know the guys from other teams and like look at talent um on my own team, seeing that facing four and out on my own team, seeing them go out and ball during the all-star game. So that's probably my favorite part, getting to be together with some of the guys, some of my competitors from other teams. And I'm gonna start off with a hot question right here, but is there anyone that you're looking to strike out? <laughs> uh maybe not anybody in particular, but Honestly, actually, yeah, I've had some trouble with um Andrew Bianco from um Norwich the past couple of years, so I'm definitely looking forward to facing him. We've had some pretty good battles um the past couple years, and um definitely anybody from Vermont, I'd say we had some tough battles, especially our last game. So looking forward to that. You talked about looking forward to some at bats, but what are you looking most forward to about the game in Vermont? Um, honestly, Vermont has some of the best fan experience in the whole league, in my opinion. So I'm really looking forward to the energy that they bring and like seeing how packed out that place can get, all the energy it brings. So I'm definitely excited for that. Yeah, talk more about that a little bit. The crowds in the Futures League for the last couple of years, and especially this year, have been top-notch. So what what type of atmosphere are you expecting in Vermont? You just kind of said it. You're expecting a bid one. And, and what has it been like to kind of have that atmosphere all year in the Futures League? Honestly, it's great. I love playing in front of that many people and the, and the energy that the fans bring. I think we went there on Tuesday, this past Tuesday, and it was, there was 3,800 people there, which is insane for a Tuesday night. Um, so during the All-Star game, I expect there to be even more. And I'm really excited to pitch in front of all those fans and see all the people cheering and going crazy in the stands during the All-Star game. So that's probably one of the things I'm looking forward to most. And I want to talk about you here for a little bit. You're obviously in the All-Star game for a reason. You're near the top in strikeouts with 45 and 34 innings pitch, which is crazy. You got a few starts this year and a few saves. You've been a men, a jack of tra- of all trades. How do you feel that so far, though, this year? Honestly, I feel like I'm taking a big step forward. Um, this past spring at Hofstra, I didn't have the season that I expected. Um, had to work on some stuff coming into some role that me and my coaches talked about. And I feel like I've really stepped it up for my team and been in a role that can help us. I started this, I started off the season that started, as you said, and I went pretty well. But as we went, as the season went further, um, we needed somebody in the back end of the bullpen that could hold it down. And me and my coaches talked about it, and they put me in that role. And I feel like I've done a really good job at adjusting and filling in that role that we needed. Yeah, you mentioned it. you started and now you're in the bullpen. That's a big adjustment. So when you when you figured that out, was that something that Coach Gedman asked you to do? Did you volunteer for that? And even if it was asked, what like what does that kind of show about you as a pitcher being able to do both? Um, so it kind of started. I had a rough outing against Nashville actually, and Coach Gedman moved me to the bullpen for a doubleheader we had the next weekend against Brockton. And honestly, I came in for three innings out the pen, did a really good job. I actually kind of liked the role as opposed to starting. And we talked about it, and he said he was going to use me in more high-leverage situations to get saves, go two, three innings when we're up by one or two runs against, like, a Vermont or, like, a Worcester. So I kind of embraced that role coming into the new brand as a starter. So, I mean, it just worked out perfect. Um, the last couple outings, I've done really well in these high-leverage situations. got a couple saves last Wednesday against Vermont, went three innings to get the win in extra innings, and it was just a very hype game, a hype situation. And I live for those type of moments. So, honestly, I'm very happy being in that closer, late-inning role that could come in and uh, seal the game when we need to. 
Yeah, and obviously starting has its high leverage situations, but you mentioned it coming out of the bullpen into those games when it's, you know, when the game is literally on the line. That's, you know, that's if you can do it in those games, you can do it as a starter. So that's great that you're taking advantage of those high leverage situations, as you said. Yep. And the Bs are right in the thick of it, currently holding on to the last playoff spot. What do you guys need to do the rest of the year to return to the playoffs? We just need to keep the energy there and keep competing um, against teams. I mean, we've had a couple of series where we've gone like one or two wins and three or four losses. So we seem to stay consistent, play as a team, and have the energy there at all times. Um, we're in fourth place right now with Westfield coming right up behind us. So we just need to keep fighting, keep fighting, and, um, yeah, just hopefully we could keep it together, make that playoffs. And I know once we get to the playoffs, we have the talent and the, and the chemistry to go all the way. So really looking forward to the rest of the season. And all the fans and everybody in the league loves the All-Star game and the Home Run Derby. But we always hear from the players that one of the coolest things during the All-Star week is just playing in front of MLB scouts in the scout day. Can you talk about that a little bit in your experience last year and what you're looking forward to this year? Yeah, of course. Uh, it's an honor to play in front of the MLB scouts. I mean, they're coming from all over the country, all over the Northeast, to come watch the guys in the All-Star game at the Futures League. So... I mean, everybody's going to want to put on their best show. Obviously, every kid's dream is to play MLB baseball one day or some sort of professional baseball. So everybody's going to put their best foot forward. I know it's like an all-star game, but it's going to be still be competitive and it's still going to be everybody trying to compete and show these MLB scouts that they have what it takes to be to play pro baseball. So it's going to be a very good game, and I'm very happy scouts come to watch us because there's a lot of good talent in this league. Yeah, certainly a lot of good talent in this league, and it will all be on display on Monday and Tuesday during the, our all-star festivities. And we mentioned it. You're a two-time all-star now. What are your advice to these new guys who are new to the all-star game and how they should take advantage of the, uh, of the two days? Um, my advice to them is just, it's a great time uh, to be there. It's great energy. Um, it's, I'm just going to tell them it's an honor to be there. Uh, the home run derby is a great time. I heard there's a concert after actually. Uh, that's pretty cool. Also. Uh, and the all-star game is a blast. And it's a, uh, talk to your other peers around the league and obviously play in front of Emily Scouts, like we said before. So it's a, it's a good opportunity to get yourself seen and it's just a good time to see all the talent around the league on your team and see them on other team also. Yeah, it's certainly going to be a fun two days. And Brian, we'll let you go, but not without a message to Beast fans about the rest of the season and uh, and you guys heading into the All-Star break. Yeah, uh, Beast fans, we're going to be in the playoffs, I'm telling you right now. Uh, just watch us. We're going to pick it up, and we're going to be right there fighting for our lives for a championship game. So just keep along with the season, and we're gonna we're not going to disappoint. Yeah, it's going to be a fun last stretch here when the All-Star game concludes. But we got to play an All-Star game first, and you will be a part of that for the second time. Brian, thank you so much for joining us today, and best of luck the rest of the season, and have some fun this, this week at the All-Star game. Thanks so much, Owen. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much to New Britain B's pitcher, Brian Hart, for coming on the show. He's had a great year as he's second in the league in strikeouts and just continues to embrace his role both as a starter and out of the pen. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a tough mental just approach in changing how you pitch. So it's the fact that he's been able to do both and thrive in both to the point that he's an all-star is very impressive. Yeah, very impressive indeed. And what else hasn't been impressive is this show. We've had a lot of great guests today. We thank CJ Knudsen, Matt Fincher, Kyle Jackson, Tommy Martin, Brennan Hyde, and Brian Hart for joining us today. It's been a fantastic set of interviews. 
We hope that you are as hyped for the All-Star Game as we are. A reminder, the Home Run Derby is Monday night, and the All-Star Game, of course, is on Tuesday. Matt, what should fans look forward to most as they head to Burlington, Vermont? I mean, we've heard a lot about it in all these interviews. The talent of the people we interviewed and those that are just going to be at the game and the Home Run Derby, it's going to be an exciting. It's an absolutely electric, especially with the crowd that's going to be up there. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a fun time indeed. And don't forget, of course, it is a two-day event. Do not show up and be like, where's the All-Star game? I thought it was on Monday. It's not on Monday. But the Home Run Derby is on Monday, and you should still go to that. We're really excited for the All-Star game. Thank you guys for tuning in to our All-Star game special. Run Apple Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see everyone soon.